Welcome. To Arcade Audio. this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Why, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> you're so loud. I'm trying to pet myself and up. And you're so fast. I'm trying to pep, pep it up. Wake myself up. Wake you up. You're, you, you are awake. I know it, you don't seem like it or sound like it. Did you just hit yourself in the face? And there's a bug. I have not seen this bug. It's flying here. There's no bugs. If maybe if you had two good eyes, you'd see it. Maybe if I didn't stink and I have flies surrounding me like you apparently do. I don't. This bug has not touched me at all. Okay. So in other words, I am awake, I am alive, I smell great, and you smell like doo-doo and bugs think that you are deceased. What are you saying? You stink and you're dead. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. Okay. Because you're the only one that has bug problems. It is December eleventh. <laughs> Monday the eleventh. Two thousand and seventeen. The year is almost over, and we are uh, swerving you a little bit uh, with this week's episode. Swerve. Swerve. We know. Um, we know you're expecting something else, but we think you're going to be happy with the product, nevertheless. Um, if you're new to the podcast, every single week. We watch a random movie from our massive movie collection, normally randomly drawn or nominated back and forth. We talk about our lives, we talk about the movie, but in the holiday season, we are breaking tradition by doing holiday-themed episodes or what's out in theater-themed episodes. I think we'd mentioned this on the podcast uh, back when we saw this movie in theaters two years ago, Um, or we just talked about it in person. We said we were going to do it, but whenever there's a new Star Wars movie, we are going to do the previous Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. So that's why we are not doing East of Eden today. Um, we are doing The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. which is going to be difficult. I don't know how much we're really going to talk about because we talked about it so much, technically covered it in a previous episode um, two years ago. But I, I don't remember what the fuck I had for lunch. Cause What's a lunch? Because um, I'm a dad, a new dad, a newish dad. And Look, we've been doing this for a year. We're not new at it anymore. We can't use an excuse every, every day. Time. Feels new every day. It's like, mm, what am I going through today? And I last night, as I tried to help you take care of the child, I fell up the stairs. I literally fell down and could not get up. I literally almost mm-hmm. fell asleep mm-hmm. laying the on the stairs. Yeah. That's true. So, it's true. Uh, yeah. I thought you were dreaming. It's still new to me. Damn it. <laughs> it's all still new to me. Um, so that's life. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that, that sums it up fairly well. Yeah. Um, but since we've last recorded, we have managed to go 
to the cinemas and see a movie. We when know, was the last time we recorded? Uh, not since we went to the oh, movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and we watched Justice League. Oh man, I haven't I haven't mentally prepared my thoughts. Uh, so uh, again, we don't go ad nauseum because we may discuss this movie at some point on the podcast. No, I don't. I don't think we will. I doubt it. Um, because the the requirements for that is that we have to own it. Right, but you never know. We never know what dickheads will buy this movie for us. Steve. <laughs> Steve the dickhead. So what did you think? Sure. <laughs> if I worked for any newspaper or any magazine that the reviewed this movie, I think that literally my review would just be, sure, period. Not an exclamation point. No, sure. Not an ellipsis. Sure. Maybe a question mark, like, sure? But just, sure. It had its flaws. Yeah, it had flaws. It had some good things. It had some good traits. It had Gal Gadot. <laughs> doing, doing, doing everything doing she can. Doing, doing her thing. Uh, poor lady. Good on ya. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it wasn't as bad keep, as I thought it was. Keep getting them gonna... checks that are less than your male counterparts, Gogodo. Keep getting them smaller checks. That is a very sad and an factual podcast statement. for another mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be, though. It wasn't as bad as Suicide Squad. It was not bad. <laughs> it, it was not, but yet again, most things aren't. I think in the the history of the world, it goes Holocaust, Apartheid, Suicide Squad, the Kennedy assassination. I think in that order. In worst, like least worst to getting better as it goes along. The Holocaust is the worst thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, yeah. The way that you were making it sound was like the Holocaust was the least worst. Oh no, no, no! It's number one, and then Apartheid slash slavery, like whatever else you want to categorize there. Suicide Squad. Uh, the Kennedy assassination, and then like uh, fucking Todd Chrisley. I think I think that's <laughs> I think that's a solid top five. Okay, sure. Um, it's not as bad as Batman versus Superman, which is like number like ten on that list. Right. Um, sandwiched in between like it's not as good as Wonder Woman. Like Kim Jong Un and uh, off-brand Oreos. <laughs> which off-brand Oreos to, are pretty bad. Well, you listen to Podswell, you know why they're especially bad. Um. But it was not as good as Wonder Woman. No. Which is a pretty big... That's, that's like that's a big range. like the fucking Lincoln Tunnel in terms of size. It's a big range. Just the most fucking inconsequential thing I've ever watched in my goddamn fucking life. I mean, it had some No, things. none whatsoever. It had, it had some gaping flaws. It had some poor performances. It had some shitty... Number one, shitty CGI. The movie looked like shit. Can yeah. I just say that? Like, that looked like a fucking sci-fi action. That looked like fucking... Like Sharknado 7. Like, uh... Kangadile. Like a kangaroo and a crocodile. <laughs> fucked each other. Um, and Lorenzo Lamas is there. Uh, because it had Zack Ryder's... A uh, Zack Ryder. <laughs> if it had Zack Ryder, it somehow would have been worse. If it had Zack... No, it wouldn't have. If it had Zack Snyder's bullshit fucking directing style and he sucks... And that was even with massive reshoots. Uh, hashtag Henry Cavill's dumbass lip. <laughs> um, it just was fucking disjointed, and I hated Cyborg, and I hated Aquaman, 
and I hated Steppenwolf, and that's that's half the movie right there that you hated. Yeah, and and Ben Affleck was obviously just collecting a paycheck slash drunk the entire time slash dad bod Affleck. What's wrong with that? Ba- dad bod Batman, Bat Dad. Dad bod Batman, Scott Band name. <laughs> Dad bought Batman. Um, There's something wrong with Dad bought Batman. He doesn't look like he can fight crime. I understand it's about him getting older. Yeah. And well, like getting out of the business. That part but didn't really bother me. That it bothered just... me because because the one that Batman doesn't show weakness. That's like one of his no, things, but it's, isn't it's, it? It's, it? No, it's a prevalent story that's told throughout like Dark Knight Returns, um, which is... A fantastic graphic novel that yeah, I recently but read. but I saw that movie already, and uh, that wasn't in it. What are you talking about? The Dark Knight Returns? They Dark did... Knight Rises, and it's sure. a totally different story. Okay, well, um, I saw all the Dark Knight, okay? Mm-hmm. Not, not any of those. Christian Bale's a little bit better. A little bit, a little bit more believable. Yeah. Um, as an, a, not, but he didn't play an older Batman. He played a... Injured Batman that hasn't done anything for seven years. Whereas this Batman is fucking older and still doing stuff, and that's part of the story. That part didn't bother me. The part bothered me is that he looked like he wanted to be anywhere else. Um, he wanted to be directing it. No, I wouldn't. I he wanted want... to. No, I don't think he did. I think he was just like, hey, can I get back to my fucking $500 a hand Baccarat table? I don't even know that's how Baccarat works, but <laughs> I'm just guessing that's You're how he plays it. You know how to play Baccarat. I have no idea. Um, Burt Baccarat, is that right? <laughs> Um, yeah, I just fucking, whatever, just, and, and, hey, and, Jeremy Irons was and good. every, yeah, he's always good. He's Jeremy Irons. But the sad thing is that I know the next one's going to come out and my dumb fucking face is going to be sitting there watching it again because I, I'm part of the problem and people have ripped on me for it. They said, just don't do it. I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to do it because I want to be involved in the conversation. I'm the reason why they're still getting made because I'm fucking feeding into it, but... Yes, you, singular... You, on your own. Well, no, the problem is that there are fucking, I'm a, like, dumb people in this country that think these movies are good and they keep seeing them. That's why we got, like, five fucking Transformer movies. But, what? I thought... I think we found a Transformer. Uh, yeah, we found too many fucking Transformers. Look, Mark Wahlberg made those better. We're not talking about that. I just don't know how... They can continually swing and miss. There was an, all right. So here's what happened. So Man of Steel was a ball. Batman versus Superman was a strike. Suicide Squad is a strike. Wonder Woman, solid hit. You got somebody on base. Cool. Started over. I'll come out as a double. Start a double. Okay. So runner in scoring position, if you will. This is another fucking ball. Is it a ball or a strike? It's a ball. It's a ball. It it's wasn't a ball. terrible. It had some redeeming things. It's a ball. But here's the thing. Like, at this point, like, think of the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. First movie, Iron Man, the score's one nothing. That's a home run. <laughs> then you go to Incredible Hulk, that's a ball. But then you just keep getting hits. Just solid hits. You got a couple balls in there. I don't think you have a single strike. You could argue 
you know, one of those Thors might be a strike or, you know, stuff like that. So, but it's a ball. I would, I would watch Thor The Dark World before I would watch Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, uh, Man of Steel, and Suicide Squad ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ragnarok, we said, is like yeah, well, I'm best talk- home. I'm not talking about like the ones that are forgettable or not that great, which like, oh, there's yeah. really only like two or three in the MCU. That's, that's all it true. is. That's true. And a couple of the Iron Mans are also balls. I don't like Iron Man 2 or 3. But again, we're not talking about that right now. We're way off subject. I know. Um, Justice we League. We started talking about baseball for some reason. I don't know baseball Justice well. League is a ball. And <laughs> <laughs> that it's the most inconsequential thing that can happen in the I game know. of baseball. So then when you think about it, then so so we're at a full count. No, no, because Wonder Woman put somebody on base. But you're still at a full... No, no, it resets. You don't understand baseball at all. <laughs> um, but my point is, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, under this analogy, the score will, is already pretty heavy. The score is like seven or eight or nine to nothing. Look, if... In the first inning. We're in the first inning, we have one person on base after five movies. That's not good. And we almost struck out already. We almost had... We almost... We almost changed. I'm getting way too into this because now I'm thinking what? about like a ground rule double would be, which might be like the animated movies. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, stay tuned. Maybe you'll find our full fledged Marvel Cinematic Universe versus DC Universe baseball game. <laughs> baseball game analogy on our Patreon. Don't worry. I think I think it's going to get arcade audio. It's going to get called because they're going to run the score up. <laughs> because it's going to happen. I mean, that's what you, it's the mercy rule. It's that's like yeah, it's mercy rule. It's like when little leaguers play. Yeah, so it's or, basically what it is. At this you know, point. high school softball players. Um, uh, also, want to again? We're I think eat we should the movie. do that as a Patreon. Though we'll we'll do our best. Um, also, special bonus income. Don't forget, in a couple weeks, we're going to have our Married Movies Award mm-hmm. nominee. Award show. Award show. Well, our nomination show. We're both hard at work at it, um, creating our list. You guys are going to get a vote on it. If there's anything you know we've seen, that uh, we've watched in the past year, you want to promote and uh, try to get as uh, on the ballot campaign for your films that we've watched on this podcast for the past year, then hit us up at Mary W. Movies on Twitter, marywithmovies at gmail.com, um, facebook.com slash marywithmovies, all that good stuff. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But it's now been like 15 minutes, so let's... I cannot believe that we just spent... Actually, about. talk about the movie. Well, like I said, I don't know how much we're really going to discuss because um, we've talked about it a lot before, and I don't think our opinions have really changed, so people can just refer to our Star Wars episodes from two years ago. But um, because we are preparing... We watched those two years ago? This movie came out two years ago. So yeah, it was two years ago. It's been two years? Mm-hmm. Time flies. Yeah, I know. Our kid's like six. Time really... It's like we're in hyperspeed. Yep. Hey. Uh, See what I did there? I did. Can I read the box? I think you read the last box. Okay. What was the last movie we did? Parenthood. Yeah, you read the box. It's my turn. Uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Of course, preparing for The Last Jedi coming out for when you're hearing this in just a couple days. Visionary director J.J. Abrams brings to life the motion picture event of a generation. As Kylo Ren and the sinister First Order rise from the ashes of the Empire, Luke Skywalker is missing when the galaxy needs him most. It's up to Rey, a desert scavenger, and Finn, a defecting stormtrooper, to join forces with Han Solo and Chewbacca in a desperate search for the one hope 
of restoring peace to the galaxy. That was a wonderful way of just rewriting the fucking opening scrawl to Star Wars. Is all that that was. Basically. Yeah. Um, they don't want to give too much away. So, it's been a couple years. I think this is only our second time. Like, we haven't rewatched this, right? Since... Or did you sneak and rewatch it without me knowing it? No. I've watched scenes of it. Sure. Fucking what scenes? What the fuck are you doing? Just scenes. I've watched scenes. That's like, really ambiguous and weird. They just come on my YouTube and just... I watched the scene of Harrison Ford dying. Oh, you... Spoiler. Fucking, yeah, I mean, we'll fuck Han you at this point. Dying. Han. Huh? You said Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Potato. Hakuna, Hakuna Potato. potato. <laughs> Let's go, girls. Oh, Han Solo. Everyone calls him Han. Well, maybe his name's Han. Han Solo. Sound, Han Solo. Han Solo sounds like that fucking guy at the drive-in movie theater that we're trying to go see the movie on Saturday. His recording. Come see Han Solo in the new uh, Star Wars movie, The Last Jetty. Um, so Han Solo. Is there ever going to be a movie as big as this? Like, ever? Like, think about it. Like, a sequel... To fucking the original Star Wars. Not like a prequel, not whatever. Like, the sequel to Return of the Jedi. Like, the, like there's nothing I can think of that'll ever be as big as this. Ever. What do you mean? In terms of anticipation? anticipation in terms of ticket sales? In terms of... All of it. Just, like, think of the concept of, like... Like, like we got the... like. We got the prequels. Everyone's like, "Okay, cool, great," but like, but it, it never, it never but. seemed like you're gonna get it. So you, it's something that like you have to, you had to wait thirty, oh, thirty plus years for, and you finally get, and it just, and it's so good. It's, it's very not good. a disappointment, which it's I very think good. it's not a disappointment. People it's not. were worried, like, and that's always what you worry about when you get sequels and things like that. Sure. After so long, the only well, thing I mean, I... just from the way it was built and everything, like you automatically knew it was going to be better than anything prequel wise. Well, because of who you have involved and what and what sure, being sure, done. Sure, sure, sure. I, I will say it's very good. I don't think it's great. I think from watching again, like I mentioned it at first, when, immediately after watching, I'm like. I'm glad it was kind of bolstered by people's opinions, was it is essentially a new hope. It is follows the same formula, the same beats, a lot of the same patterns, but it, if it works, if it ain't if broke, it ain't broke, don't, don't, fix, don't it. fix it. Um, the so only, I'm fine with it. Well, to answer your question, the mm -hmm. only thing I can think of that I feel like would be bigger... I came up with a couple answers, so I'm not sure be, if you're going to match. Um, if, uh, a sequel... To, to Harry Potter. It's the one of the two I could which, think of. Which, you know, we, we have the material for now. We have a cursed child. See, that's immediately why I didn't think of it at first because the source, like, not to say there wasn't source material here. Like, there were plenty of Star Wars novels and books that were written about what happens afterwards. Different. But it's not, but it's, yeah, exactly. It's not it's the same. It's different because it's those root, come from the movies. Exactly. It's not rooted in. Right. The movies come from the books. Exactly. In, so, in Harry so, yeah. So that's why, like, I didn't think of it. But then as we started to talk and you started talking, yeah. like, you're gonna mention Harry Potter. Well, I mean, I don't think it would, it would. be as big because it Star would. Wars is always bigger than Harry Potter. It always and forever will be. Okay. Um. You. I mean, potato, Hakuna Potato. I mean, it's not. <laughs> I get it. I think it's the closest, especially because okay. So if you put like that same time frame on it, the thirty year time frame when you're waiting for it, 
It will definitely be bigger because look at how much Star Wars has grown in the 30 Wait, years here's since. My, uh, here's my other media argument to it as well. This is like all the way in 2021. It's like the nerdiest podcast we've ever had. It's just like, which I it's fucking This great. is like, this is the most real I've ever been on yeah. a podcast. I don't know if y'all know this. At home, I'm the biggest nerd. The biggest nerd. Um, I think a thing that like if automatically I have my glasses, I hurts my... and disqualifies it is the bullshit prologue. Or epilogue to uh, Deathly Hollows, because immediately you get the instant gratification of seeing what happens. Whereas this, they're at a stupid little teddy bear party in the forest. Excuse me. It's a stupid Whoa. fucking teddy bear party, Whoa. and that's how it ends. And they all live happily ever after. Okay, cool. But what's next? And you don't get it. With Harry Potter, you get Albus Severus and. Draco's bullshit kid getting on a train. Scorpius. And somebody can say Squirtle. <laughs> Squirtle. Squirtle Malfoy. Scorpius. Um, yeah. So you get that immediately. And it leaves like a bad taste in your mouth where it's like, oh, well, let me like want it or miss it. Don't just give but it But how me. did they get there though? I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit because we obviously skipped over all that stuff because it wasn't important. Harry just becomes a fucking oar and Ginny. Uh, you don't know that from that. You see, no. it says he becomes an R, I'm pretty sure. The book says it. Yeah. It What's doesn't you... say it in the movie. Whatever. Neither here nor there. You already see it. Yeah, don't I... try to have an argument about Harry Potter with me. That was your That's first. That's why I stopped. I didn't yeah. want to start. Um, <laughs> but that was the only thing I could think of while you were talking that would make sense. Because, oh, here's the other thing. It has to be something that is generated from film. It has to be something that doesn't right. have it a doesn't root in other from, source material. Right, it doesn't come from so novels. what is that like anymore? That. There is nothing anymore. Um, well, you make a fucking E.T. sequel and, like, Elliot, like, no. Like, there is nothing that's, like, that important. The only, 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 only thing, and I don't think it would ever reach it, and, I again, I don't want to see it. I've argued about it because I brought up E.T. and it's a Ken argument to it. It would be, about, like, a Back to the Future. Like, a Back to the Future 4 or something. Like... But not again, a reboot, though. Not a reboot, like a like, like a, a legitimate, like a legitimate, and they missed their opportunity for doing it two years ago. Right. Like that would have been the right. time to do that it. That would have been when to do it. Yeah, because honestly, because a lot of other things, these big pop culture things, are rooted in mm-hmm. novelizations or books, things like that. Because the only other thing I would say would be something like we said in the beginning of the podcast in the. Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, sure. there's a lot of but hype you, going on for different things. Yeah, like Infinity Wars is going to be huge, but it's not going to be the, like. But it's not like we've this. had one of those every single year, sometimes multiple a year. Right. Like it's not. And like Disney's this. not Disney's not building. Disney's just remaking everything. A park dedicated yeah. solely. Oh, they're going to make the to argument this. of like now, like sure, like Lion King's anticipated and Little oh, Mermaid. Oh, oh, all that stuff's going to be anticipated. Action. But again, no, it's no, no. not to the point. Like Star Wars is, is I think, a phenomenon. I mean, Disney's, it's always say that Disney's making a whole park, and it's going to sure. just be the Star Wars park. Like they're not, they're not making a whole park around, you know, the Little Mermaid or or, or yeah. anything else yeah. because it is a huge geekdom if you will it's just crazy to think of something that is just like like say what you will about george lucas but he knew what the fuck he, he knew was what he was doing. doing he knew what he was doing and everyone he, knew what they were doing to get it away from him so we everyone could enjoy it again well i mean and it's also i think similar to um like well steven spill where we mentioned et like indiana jones too sure you know and obviously indiana jones isn't as big but it's still pretty 
pretty big when you think about what it is. Yeah, it's about, yeah, yeah. you know, like an archaeologist who doubles as a, you know, adventurer. Do you know what Indiana Jones is about? <laughs> yes. That was so difficult for you. I was trying to think of the right word because I would describe Indiana Jones as an adventurer. He is, yeah, he is. He is. That's an adventurer. Yeah. Who also collects artifacts because he's an archaeologist. We're going to say an artifactuary. <laughs> an artifactuary. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so it is very good. It is very good. Um, I think I liked it a little less because, I, again, I have my critical hat on and I'm looking at things a little bit more closely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It is more practical than the first three, but it still doesn't feel as... I don't want to use the word genuine, but it doesn't feel as, like, comforting as the first three because the first three were products of the 70s and the 80s, and they had to rely on a lot more. So, again, you have a bigger budget. You have a bigger CGI scale. You have all that stuff. And it just doesn't have the same closeness. Does that make sense? Like, it has a certain charm, the original ones. Because they are the product of their times. I um, think that's a fair This definitely argument. has a better sense of it than the fucking prequels do. Right. I think that this is much closer to the original. Sure. To the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, so that, that would be my main critique. A couple of the performances aren't the greatest, but that's going to come with a Star Wars movie. But my biggest thing I just like is how quickly they integrate the new people and how much, you, like, you get your nostalgia... But then you're like, okay, cool. Let me see all these new fucking people. These new fucking people are good. Yeah. And yeah. They, and so, they, I mean, I think a large part of this movie hinges on those performances. I yeah, think, absolutely. I think it was very important. A lot of things I read said that J.J. Um, Abrams really, really, really wanted to mimic the effect that George Lucas had when he did the first trilogy Pick by casting unknowns, unknowns and... People who had so much potential, and I think that he did that beautifully. I really do, because, you know, some of them have had other acting jobs. They just weren't really known for them, like uh, Oscar Isaac. Um, yeah, and I mean... He's done a few things. I've seen him in a few things, yeah. but nothing that I'm like, oh, wow, he's a star. Right. Whereas now, I can't wait to see him in things. Yeah. John Boyega, I'll... I cannot wait for Pacific Rim. That's a podcast for a different time as well. Guess Hopefully Lolly. Very, very Lolly will time. be a uh, friend of the show. Lolly. You can uh, go right ahead and do that Patreon exclusive, and Stephen and I will go watch like fucking it or anything else. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, yeah, I we're gonna do give that. A shit. But see, I want to see it. I want to see it because I'm a nerd and it's Pacific Rim. But I also want to see it because John Boyega's in it. Like I just yeah. now. It's created them as these stars. And, and they, I think that also is, they're so innocent in this. Like, they're so fresh and raw in this. Yeah, you can see, like, the wet behind the ears in this. And it's, and it's very endearing. But yes. also, But also, it, it's, it's good to see them in the environment because they, they come up to the level that, right. you, that you expect of them. Right, exactly. Um, I, think it, and, I think it's well done. Yeah, and all the, all the old standbys are, are very good. Um... I mean, the action scenes are typical Star Wars, great action. John Williams could walk into a room, unzip his pants, <laughs> and plop his penis and both testicles on a piano, or even like a tuba, the person holding the tuba, I don't know, 
And I, I don't know if that's how tubas work. It's just um, he'd find a way, and it would be <laughs> the perfect situation, the perfect score for whatever he was trying to do. Which in that case would probably just be a weirdo. <laughs> um, it's got. I mean, it's hard to to explain. It's just. It fucking works. It and it, works. And it leaves you excited for the next one. Like, we're excited for the next one. I'm stoked for the next one. We're so excited for the next one, we're going to try to go see it opening weekend. We have a one-year-old With baby. With a baby, yeah. We're, well, like, we're not going to be those parents. No, no, no. We we're we're going to try to go parents. to a drive-in theater, which is just cool. I've been to a drive-in theater in... Ever. I've never been there. You've never, never been, been one? Never been to one. Where mom is that? I grew up in Miami. They don't have drive-in theaters in Miami. Oh, those are just called a projector on the side of a house <laughs> is what a drive-in movie theater is. I went to a drive-in theater the last time I can remember, which is saying something, would have been in 1991 when I was four years old. Holy shit. What did you see? Um, the only thing I remember, because it's a drive-in, so I know it was a, a two-parter. I'm pretty sure, like usual, my mom probably left before the second movie. Because also I was probably asleep because it was like 11 o'clock at night. Uh, we saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Um, and I remember being scared shitless in my car when Super Shredder's roaring through the car and the speakers. A very cool moment. Because you're also, you're sitting in your car and you have this right. huge screen up for you and it's just fucking Kevin Nash, Super Shredder, like looming <laughs> over you. Um, yeah, it's, it's a cool experience. Again, I haven't done it in 27 years. Holy shit. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly hopefully, don't know what it'll we'll be. See. Um, it is in Lakeland. I don't know what that means, but uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, was there anything you didn't like about it? Not particularly. Not particularly. Some of the performances, sure, but... I only really... Well, not really performances. So this movie does fall in like, a couple of like the Star Wars... like As we went back and watched the original trilogy, again, two years ago, so we're trying to, to base it all off of that. But it'll be interesting to see... It's very interesting now with social media and all talk and, like, immediate gratification on things versus 30, 35 years ago and how, like, things over time. So we talked about how Boba Fett is essentially a bitch. Boba Fett sucks. And everyone has built him up on, like, this mystery and whoever the fuck he is. And he goes out like a shitty little asshole. Yeah. And in this, like, very much Captain Phasma is the same way. It's like you got this big hulking bitch... And then she has like one scene leading her troops, and then later on she's the captured, the, captured, and the fallout person for you know uh, like putting the, the shields. Shields, yeah. But also, it's the first movie. She has two other movies to do cool shit. Whereas Boba Fett wasn't even introduced in the first one. But again, like the parallels are there. Yeah. Um. You also have, uh, to me, well, eh, well, that's more like LVP territories. So we'll get there maybe a little bit later. In a few we minutes. can get right into it if you want. So like. My LVP nominee, and I like him in other things, and it's funny we're talking about Harry Potter, would be the guy that plays General Hux. Domnell. Oh, Dom that's Hull, okay. He's not that good in Harry Potter. Domnell Gleeson. Well, he's Bill Weasley. Yeah, like uh, Bill? Okay. Oh, okay, man, I can't wait to do the Harry Potter podcast. I'm going to save it for Bill Weasley Potter redeems Potter. himself, okay? Bill Weasley's supposed to be a really cool character. Yeah. This... This pussy-ass bitch ain't cool in any way. He does not do justice to the character of Bill Weasley. And he's not even that handsome to be Bill Weasley. Bill Weasley's supposed to be the handsome brother. He's apparently very good in every other thing. But for this, 
uh, like the speech that he gives is very over the top in his scenes uh, with Snoke and Kylo Ren and stuff. I'm just not for it. It yeah, just I, doesn't do anything. I, and that's very much to me just like the the guy from the first movie whose name is escaping me right now. Um, like Darth Vader's second in command. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one who um, essentially like they do like the weird CGI thing for in Rogue One. That guy. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. I can't come up with the top of my head. I know it's going to kill me. But um, it's very much like that. Like that third tier general villain dude and he like lives in this so like we're gonna have to deal with him again which sucks um again there's those parallels of shortcomings which i almost feel like are almost purposeful somehow but he would be my lvp nominee um you could convince me of a couple others um i'm trying to think of them off the top of my head and i'm not can at the moment um um there's no that's really it <laughs> there's really yeah, nobody yeah, else there's not really that many um i'm trying to think yeah, i also want to shout out to all the incredibly famous people that are in this movie under stormtrooper outfits or other oh, yeah that we don't ridiculous know. like no well like uh like uh the scene where ray is Learning her force powers against the stormtrooper. That's Daniel Craig in that stormtrooper outfit, <laughs> just because he wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. That's you know, cool. like Kevin Smith is in the middle of a scene. He's not Unker Platt, surprisingly. He was like the six hundred pound dude who gets his arms ripped off in a deleted scene. That's hilarious. Because that they wouldn't have had CGI for that. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's him. Well, um... Carrie Fisher isn't great. Not to speak ill of the dead or anything, but. Yeah. She was an L. I think she wasn't she an LVP in one of the three. Let's review that real quick, shall we? This is also this will be a good frame of reference. I'm gonna pull these cards. We never do this, but I feel like we need to in this in yeah. this instance. So um, for for the original Star Wars, so for A New Hope, the MVP was Alec Guinness and the LVP was Mark Hamill. Yeah. For Empire Strikes Back, Strikes Back, the MVP was Harrison Ford and the LVP was Carrie Fisher. And then for Return of the Jedi, the MVP was Ian McDermott as uh, Palpatine. And the LVP was Michael Carter, who was dumbass Bib Portuna with fucking like tail Yay. dicks on his head and stuff. <laughs> um, and then the scores for that: uh, Star Wars was an eight, uh, Empire Strikes Back was an eight point two five, and Return of the Jedi was a controversial nine. Because everyone says like that's the weakest of the three, and we actually ended up liking it the most. Also, Empire Strikes Back is skewed because we had guests on the show, so. Yes. But so just from our score, I think it's an eight and a half, right? Uh, eight point seven five. So it's not too far away from the other one. So, um, so are we are we locking that in? Donald Gleason is the LVP of. Um, I mean. I can't really yeah. think oh, of anybody else. It was else. like exactly two years ago that we watched this. Yeah, it's it's coming out of the exact same weekend. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know that's how these things work. I will also say, like, so Star Wars was always a summer thing. I like it being like a Christmas. Like yes, it just, it just feel, movies. it just feel. No, I mean like they're not Christmas movies. Just the season feels right for it. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you take the whole family, you go to the movies, you watch it. Yeah, no, I think that that's a fair argument. Um, I guess we can. I mean, I'm I'm open for anything else. In. I mean, it's hard because several of the other, a lot of the of of the cast is actually. Um, 
their their characters. So they're they're only they only do the voices or they only do the motion capture for the characters. Like Andy Circus was Snoke, but Andy Circus was great. He's very limited in what he does. Oh but... yeah, yeah. But then like Ma's Ma uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Who? Lupita Nyong'o. I nailed that. Go fuck yourself. Don't even do it. Lupita Nyong'o. Yes. Haguna Patoto. Uh, I had to get in another time. Uh-huh. Um, she actually, I remember hearing a rumor that like her part was massively cut because they weren't happy with her performance, but I really like her. I think it's... Yeah, so, but is that the best of what she had done? I mean, it was No, wasn't... but it's definitely better than Domino Gleason's fucking, like, six scenes. Yeah, I guess that that's true. But then, like, like you said, Captain Phasma, um... She she. But she only had two moments. I, I I forgot one other thing I was starting to mention when we were talking about the difference between like now and then. Mm-hmm. But like how uh, the internet made that one stormtrooper that had like the laser traitor traitor the traitor stormtrooper like they gave him like a fucking name like with his number Nines. or yeah his whatever. Name the... is Nines. Cool. Like that's so stupid. <laughs> like, that's what people do. But that's man. like that's people... how Boba Fett became Boba Fett. I know, and it's like it's gonna be even more obnoxious to like the nth degree now because of the way that society is, and like how internet just like latches on to things like fucking Barb, and they know goddamn fucking Bob memes. Sorry, um, a man deserves justice. Was. Who? Stranger Things. Bob. Oh, Bob. I, I was like, you already forgot about Bob. No, I, I didn't know if you were referencing Bob from the Star Wars. And I was like, who, who is Oh, Bob, Bob Fortuna. <laughs> Bob Bib, Fortuna. Bib's dad, Bob Fortuna. <laughs> ah, ah. Yeah. No, but then, um, then like. It's just stupid. And it's, it's going to happen more and more with yes, these movies. Yes, but 30 years ago, the internet and social media weren't like it is. So I know, Boba I know. Fett still became Boba Fett. I know. So what's gonna fucking come with these? Are these like you weird know, fucking? It's... There's so many weird little creatures. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I know because of the toys, like some of their stupid names. Like I know one of the, the monsters' name is Elo Asty, which is a play on Hello Nasty. It's like a Beastie Boys reference. And it's like, come on, that's ridiculous. There was that weird that's that, dude. That's its name. There was that weird dude that had like the giant like Buddha face, basically. Uh, his name was like Snap Wexley, and it's just, just. Is there a Star Wars name generator? I'm sure there is. I'm sure. If there is, I want to find out. I At did. the end of the podcast, I want to do our Star Wars names. Okay, I did want to mention mm-hmm. um, Simon Pegg in this. He's Uncle Platt, yeah. He is. I don't know if I liked him in this. Again, it's, it's too small. Same thing with Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma. Like, it's too small for me. Okay, then I'm fine. Dominic. Domino. Domino. Can you spell that for me? Domino. Domino's Pizza? Is that what you're saying? I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. Oh, at least he has a backup. I'm pretty sure it's D-O-M-N-H-A-L-L. D-O-M-H-N-H-N-A-L-L. And then Gleason with two E's? Two E's. Okay. Is he related to Brendan Gleason? I hope not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is actually. Is he his son? I can't be brother. I <laughs> that's do a weird believe family. so. Hang on. I do believe that they are related because. Gotcha. Uh, hello, do I know it? Uh, father. Okay, I figured. All right, so let's kind of power rank everybody else before we come up with who our MVP is. Who MVP is not? not Mark Hamill. Motherfucker doesn't talk. Standing on a cliff. Um, Close to LVP. 
Just, Close to LVP just for that. He does have two. With his hand. He does have two ominous of it. It's like, come on, Mark. What's about you being the first in these movies? You suck. It's not Carrie Fisher. She's okay, but it's not Carrie Fisher. Uh, she she does a lot more emoting than than anything. Yeah, well, she's older. Um, so Harrison Ford's older. Uh, it's not Oscar Isaac, who I think is very cool and Oscar very Isaac's good. Towards the top, though, he's so. He's just so great he's for a, this part. He's he a great charisma it. about him. He's yeah. great. Uh, are you on the uh, the I want him and Finn to get together train? As apparently the internet has a thing for. <laughs> the internet has a thing for it, real bad. Look, love. Even is though love. Finn tries to bone Ray like the entire time and impress her. Love is love is love is. I, love. I, I'm not saying it's. A, I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I'm just saying like it's very obvious that the man's got a preference, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have. A he, secondary preference. He didn't have a fucking name. You don't <laughs> so, know his preferences. He. I think stormtroopers. That's like on the last on our list. Is like, hmm. Do I like men or women? It's more like, the fuck am I called? That's kind of more important. Yeah. Um, Fair point. Love is love. Is love is love. Yeah, I think I, I'm interested to see what they do with it. I think. Yeah. I think other people will have much more vocal opinions than I will about it. I think Well, it's funny you brought up great. you brought up in the middle that you're like, "Man, remember when everyone was upset there was a black stormtrooper?" Yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god, and we have so many more problems now yeah. that that's not an issue?" Right, exactly. Like the scene that they used to reveal him in the trailer, I remember when it came out, that's people bullshit. were up in arms about him being black. And they said, "Oh, because stormtroopers are technically the clones of Boba Fett or Boba Fett's relative or whatever what the they wouldn't be black because they're clones I I really uh, like this is what I see happening like my stormtrooper can't be black all right whatever fine I get it what now he's blowing some dude not my stormtrooper <laughs> fucking idiots yeah um, uh, yeah that that's true but hey uh if you want to be if if you want to do some Dudes, do do some dudes. If you want to do some some girls, do some girls. Like that sounds uh uh like in the nineties there was a porno based around like shitty soda puns and it was Mountain Dudes. <laughs> do the du- do the dudes. <laughs> do the dudes. <laughs> um, no, I think it. I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, sure. Care. Do sure. it. Whatever. Sure. It's the fucking nineties. Do it. <laughs> it's the nineties. <laughs> it's the nineties. <90s>, <laughs> My new thing, it's, it's the 90s. Um, Mick World. Um, <laughs> uh, honorable mention has to go to everybody involved in BB-8. Of course, BB-8 can't be the MVP. Uh, Bill Hader had a, a big hand in like a lot of that. We had the high five and just his general attitude and demeanor. Just an amazingly innocent and fun character. That's how you do that character. Fuck you, Jar Jar Binks. Oh, fucking Jar Jar Binks. Um, I'm so glad we'll never have to talk about it on the oh, podcast. Oh, by the way, uh, at some point, let's make sure over the next two movies, we give C-3PO an LVP just for his amazing cock blocking skills. He, he avoided in the first three movies. He's not going to skate away with these. He's not LVP here, but come on, dude. Look, he has a red arm. Yeah, because he probably shoved it too far up R2-D2's ass when he was down. Oh, yeah, he's been so sad. Yeah, he said because you fucking pegged him. Yeah, Say it again pervert. in a British accent. Because <laughs> he's British. Ah, too, I'm going to peg you. <laughs> that wasn't that bad, actually. Thank you. 
Um, I also just sound like the hold voice of some <laughs> of like like Qantas or something. Um, but shout out, just like I'll shout out. What a way to go out for Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. Chewbacca oh is devastating, devastating and hilarious. Look, like I'll ship Chewbacca all day long. Ultimately, he's not the MVP, but to me, he's damn fucking close. It's it's hard. Like, look, the Wizard of Oz wouldn't be the Wizard of Oz about Toto, right? Toto doesn't do anything. Oh, Toto runs around a lot. But you all, can't have that movie without This is Toto. already a piss-poor okay? argument, but move on. It is not a piss-poor argument. One is an actual animal, and the other is a human being. Well, no, but he's... Okay, do you understand any of the things Chewbacca says? Or yes, I, you do. You, un- tell you understand. Me, tell me something he says. What, uh, the no, one... no, no. Tell me something he says in his language. I'm going to set it up first. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to set up. <laughs> I get what you're saying here. What he was, oh. Um, what did he do? Oh. That's my Chewbacca impression. It's a long story. Don't worry about it. Uh, when, after he gets shot, because Chewbacca, Chewbacca gets fucking shot in this movie. Chewbacca gets shot, he, he brushes off like it's nothing. But then when the lady's working on him. He got it on you, 50 Cent. When the, <laughs> when the lady's working on him later, and she's like, oh, this must have really hurt. And he's like. <laughs> and like, it's obviously where he's like, yeah, it hurt a little bit, but I'm all right. <laughs> like, he's trying to pass it off. It's like, he's like being a tough guy. But you know, in the inside, he's like, ow, fucking ow. Because halfway half the time in this movie, Chewbacca just kind of like bitching the whole time. Because let's be fair, like, he's complaining the whole time. I don't I don't know what Wookie ages are like. Like I don't know if it's like it's if like it's like dogs. Ages. All right, so Chewbacca's like six hundred and sixty. <laughs> Motherfucker's old as shit. He's got matted hair. God knows how he wipes. Like it's fucking weird. And like there's two or three moments where like they're walking or doing something, and he moans. And like Harrison Ford or Han has to be like, I know, like shut up about it. <laughs> Like, I get it. Like, it's been a long, tired life. And then, at the end, he's oh also funny. At the end, it's, he's lost his best friend. He sees him die. And that, just that roar he lets out, that scream you can... And then he just goes ham on motherfuckers. It was just and then he also, heartbreaking. Like, he also has, like a, a, like, a bigger heart in this movie, too, because, like, he has, like, the look of Rey when, like, she's taking over the ship, and he's like... Yeah. I'm here for you. Well, and then, and then like even like when um when Finn was helping him and he was like giving mm-hmm. him a hard time and yeah. stuff, but then he had to take care of Finn. Like he got like when exactly. he passed out. Like I'm he... so glad. Uh, did you cry? You cried by the way. If we haven't marked it crying in a while, did you uh, cry? Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, see. I didn't. But I always think uh, if when because Ray hugs uh, Leia mm-hmm. and like Chewie just fucking like, goes and does whatever. But like if like Chewie and Leia have like a little moment, I would have been like, oh. I would have been. I would have been done. done. Like knock it out. The the thing I'm the most excited about for Solo, the origin movie, Mm -hmm. is finding out the Han and and Chewie kind of origin. I'm excited for that too, and I'm also excited to see Donald Glover as Lando. And Lando, of course. Um, But I'm excited. Two on my list of excitement for Solo. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that whole dynamic. No, I I uh, agree. But Peter Mayhew kills in this. I know he's not not really doing anymore. I think they're giving it to somebody else. Um, he, he just better... physically can't really, really, yeah. really do Look, do it. He's had a good life. <laughs> he's, he can't carry. He's a millionaire it. without ever having to show his face, so nobody knows who the fuck he is That's unless true. he goes to a Star Wars convention. He's like seventy or eighty years old at that height. Good on you, Peter May. You've done good. Um, oh so, man. So that leaves us with four. Um, I'll give you my ranking, and we'll see how it matches up. So for this movie, 
My number four is Daisy Ridley. Okay. Out of the four. Okay. I think she's fine. Sure. I think she's good. I think she's a little uninspiring in parts. But again, that's the newness. What behind the potential is there. Um, she does have the, uh, a couple badass moments doing the Jedi mind trick, reaching for the saber. She pulls all those moments and a lot of that off well. But some of the bemoan, not bemoaning, but like the other character pieces of her backstory and stuff is just not built up the right way. So I would put her behind the other three. Uh, okay. Which she, she wouldn't be your number four, I'm guessing. No, I, I, I don't necessarily agree. Cause I, and like you said at the beginning of this podcast, or maybe somewhere in the middle since we talked for so long mm-hmm. about nerdy stuff, mm-hmm. um, this movie is very much akin to A New Hope. It's mm-hmm. basically the same plot line, same introduction. Sure. Like this. Who's the LVP of A New Hope? Okay, I guess that's a fair point. Yeah. I guess that's a fair point, but I, I think that... So for her being the fourth... I... Okay, no, I, okay. I mean, I would actually put her behind Oscar Isaac. I'm just going over the people we haven't discussed. Okay. I put her behind Oscar Isaac. I put her behind Chewbacca. I think she's still good. She's not. She's nowhere near LVP, but she has to grow. I think that that's the point of this. Is sure. Because they show her like that. Sure, but that, I don't think that I don't think Be- that's one hundred percent purposeful. I think part of it is okay. Some shortcomings what, what, as an actor. Do, do you think that someone else could have done this better? No, no, I'm not saying it? that because I I couldn't give you like a random unnamed person. I'm just saying she's not the most valuable player in this movie. Okay. Um. My number three would be John Boyega. Really? Yes. Again, I think he's good. Much better than Daisy Ridley, in fact. Um, really don't have any nitpicks. Um, I just think there's two people in the movie that are better. I think he did a great job. He's I great. think. I think... Okay. I think great. he should be considered... So let me considered. just ask you, who's your MVP? I was going to You're going to say John, John Boyega? Boyega. I, Ooh, I love I what he far. does. I couldn't go that far. In this movie and, and you know... We have to also go back to the fact that he was the first black stormtrooper, right? That was introduced in this canon of okay. of everything. That's and not gonna like, help his case with well, me. Well, but, but but it, I think it has to in a way because I no. feel like he had a lot more pressure on him because he no. had to play it a no, certain no, no, way. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I no. think so. He had to play no, sorry. He played it exactly how he should have played it, and it it's not even a thing or reference in the movie at all. So it has nothing to do with the performance. But I, okay. Right, it's not referenced in it, but as it shouldn't have been. I agree. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but yeah. I'm saying that whenever something like that happens and people are so against you, you have so much more to prove. It's like with okay, so it's like with Suicide Squad, right? When they casted Jared Leto as the Joker, and they had that first you are picture just come, really no. whipping on the references, like the correlations. Tonight. No, but I'm just saying when he was casted it and. They had that first picture come out. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like bemoaning it and shitting on it so badly. And totally different. Not totally different it because is, that he is had something come out, that is something superficial they put on him as an artistic choice. John Boyega is a black man. No, I understand <laughs> that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you know when people criticize you for this choice or that choice or this thing or that thing or the fact that you're a man or a woman or black or white, you have to overcome that through your performance. And you're I think that John Boyega does that well. Yes, it, I agree. It doesn't matter. You're talking about as just like being under a microscope for a controversy. I get that. I understand what you're saying now. So I get that now. 
Um, but to me, again, fine, good. If I had to nitpick as to a reason why he wouldn't be above my two choices, it's I think he's a too spastic in parts. Um, just for uh, some of his energy and some of his decisions. Um, I'm thinking of the way that he kind of plays any scene where he's trying to stay like hidden as an actual resistance fighter. It's a little too over the top for me in certain cases. And I feel he could have been a little underlying again, nitpicking also it's because my preferences for MVP would either be Harrison Ford or Adam driver. Okay. Um, are, so you disagree with both of those? Um, I don't think Harrison Ford had to carry as much in this movie as he's had to in the past. I agree with I, that. I understand like he had to do the whole death thing. I wasn't as engaged in Harrison Ford and Han Solo as a character in this movie as I was in sure. The Newcomer. I think it's a good swan song performance. I think yeah. compared to what it could have been. Sure. It's pretty good. His earring was a little distracting. He didn't have his earring in. <laughs> uh, my actual number one would be Adam Driver. Okay, well, I don't like Adam Driver. Oh, see, I think he does. I think he's I don't awesome. like Adam Driver. I don't like it. Maybe, I mean, I just, I just want to drive a lightsaber through his skull. I don't like So he's like doing him. exactly the job he's supposed I, to do. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. Here's why. The juxtaposition and the dichotomy between that character and Darth Vader is huge in that he's somebody that isn't in control. You don't know what he's going to do. He doesn't even really know what he's going to do. He's fit for these outbursts, <coughs> but he's also strong and foreboding. I thought he fucking killed it. I thought it from as soon as I saw it, he killed it. And from rewatching it, I think he still equally kills it. Um... So we are in wholehearted disagreement on this. Yeah, because I, I don't. I um, don't like Adam Driver, but... I just don't think John Boyega is the MVP. I just don't. I don't think Adam Adam Driver is. So let's let's come to a... But I, but I don't think that we should say, oh, well, I want this person and you want this person, so let's just settle on someone else who isn't as good as either okay. of them. All right, so I'm going to make an argument to try to come up to a, um, a not a truce, what's the word I'm looking for? Compromise? Compromise, yes. So, valuable player, most valuable player, and all we've talked up this entire time about the importance of this movie if Harrison Ford decides not to do this movie because he's hated it for fucking 35 years, you don't have this movie. The value of him and what he brings and his experience and his performance and the gravitas that he brings, and he takes it seriously. He, like, to this, like, you think of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull versus this. Not that he's the problem with that movie, but yeah, that movie is a problem with that movie. I know, but I'm talking about, but even like, to me, he was so checked out in that because of how ridiculous it was. Okay. Whereas this, he's locked in, he's ready to go, he plays ball, he's funny, he has emotional scenes, and also I feel it's a good way to send him off, kind of like as an honorary MVP, because the character deserves it. Okay. The, the best scene in the movie is him and Adam Driver on that fucking bridge. That scene is fucking nails. 
It's fantastic. Just him putting his hand on as he's falling. Both of them, they both play it fucking perfectly. That scene is fantastic. So it's a compromise, because I actually really want Adam Driver, and you actually want John Boyega. Let's give it to Harrison Ford, because also he's not going to get in the other two. Where the other, well, both of them have an opportunity to, in turn, get there. Okay, all right, fine. Is that a fair compromise? Okay. Um, Because, like you, like we were saying, who could have done that part when you talk about Daisy Ridley? Yeah, they're unknowns. Other people probably could have done their part to varying degrees. There's only, as of right now, until next year, one Han Solo. Right. Until next no, year. No, no, I think that that's a fair fair point. And, and it's a good compromise. That's what I do talk about most yes. of the other times. Like, to me, would this movie have been better with them? Worse with... Yeah. Better without them? Worse without them? All that. That It is valuable player. Yeah. Who makes um, the movie. So, two-time for Harrison Ford now. He's a two-time MVP. Uh, his second Star Wars MVP, because he got it for Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. So, um, congrats there. Uh, did we discuss everybody? I think we covered everything, right? I think we we did, I think so. Um, there was something else I was going to cover. Oh, again, we're talking internet stuff. The one thing I will say is, we were fearful, and I think we discussed it, about how everyone was so anticipating... And shocked in the original sequel, who Luke's dad was, and, you know, the shock and surprise to it. I will say, in this day and age, they've done a good job of still keeping things under wraps in terms of, like, race, parents, and other secrets as to who really is who and what's going to happen. And the conjecture in the internet, like, analyzing every nitpicking second hasn't been too bad. It's kind of... It's kind of been... I don't know what sites you go on, but... Not many, fortunately. But, yeah. But it hasn't... Bad. It hasn't been, like, as... To me, at least, what I was thinking it was going to be. Which is saying something. Yeah. So, I wanted to just point that out. Um, but I will ask you, what do you think it's going to be before the movie comes out? If you had a guess, or if you had to theorize where we're going. Well, um... When we rewatched it here, and I asked you this during the movie, like when mm-hmm. Ray's having like the flashback to being left on mm-hmm. Jakku, I thought it was Darth Vader's voice. It's one of them is o- Obi Wan's. Obi Wan's voice. Obi Wan. It's Ewan McGregor. Yeah. So 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 I I don't know. I I think that she's maybe his. Granddaughter, or but then where is his kid? Luke's Which is a smart way to possibly set up. Or... I don't think she's a Skywalker. She's not a Solo. I would either but, say but... If, if she's not like Ray Kenobi. Which kind of just has a ring to it. Yeah, she could be Ray Kenobi. But then I'm like, well, what about how good she is as a pilot, knowing everything about like the ships and stuff like that without having been so trained? So there is a theory. I you know I hate, but I see happening that she. Is the re like the reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker, in that like the Force? Because remember, like he kind of came out of like the Force, and he's like the strongest one that has it. Yeah. And then turn she gets the lightsaber. She's the one that's strong. Like it's her. People have been saying about this for a while. That's my fear as to what's gonna happen. And that her parents are just throwaways. Essentially, well, like yeah. she just kind of came from nothing. Like, and like. Luke or Obi-Wan or something like saw it, stopped her where she was to try to avoid anything that happened. Um, kind of. 
the same thing. I just thing. have this thing. I just see Mark Hamill saying to her, you are my father. Like, to make the next thing, and it just confused the fuck out of people, and it being that, like, next, like, oh, shit moment. I hope it's not the case. I'd rather her just be fucking Obi-Wan's kid, and that's how it goes. Yeah. My other prediction, because I know, like, how we've been up on trailers and commercials and stuff, there's something ominous happening. Yeah. I would not be shocked or surprised. I would be if they went this route, but I think it'd be dope if they went this route. If The Last Jedi is, The Last Jedi is, I think, supposed to be Luke. Mm -hmm. But he's the reason why. Because he's secretly the bad guy. Sure. If he's the one that took out all the Jedi kids because he's found something... And it ends up possibly being something that, like, the Jedi has been evil all along. Or something like, I don't know. But I feel like the redemption arc for Kylo Ren, because the villain always kind of gets the redemption arc with Darth Vader and stuff, is going to be sooner rather than later. And that, like, the dark side pulling him is actually correct in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. There's so many, that's the thing. There's so many moving parts and there's so much conjecture that any direction would not surprise me. I think that, I think that... It could be a combination of, of those things. I think it's not a stretch to say that Luke's the last Jedi because he says the Jedi must end. Because also, don't forget, he is Anakin's son. You know, mm -hmm. he has the Force in him as well. And there's the dark and the light in everyone. And I think that that's also the part that people miss. There's dark and light in everyone. And Kylo does a really good job in this movie of saying, mm -hmm. the light is pulling to me, the dark is pulling mm -hmm. to me. Um, that there's dark and light in everyone, and I don't really, at least in the original trilogy, Luke never went well, over to the dark no, side. No, but there's that hard pitch right? by Palpatine and stuff. Right, but he never went over to the dark it's side. It's something that so... people have theorized and talked about for a very long time, though, and I think it'd be cool, especially with Mark Hamill being as great in a villain role as the Joker. Is he, Man, shut the fuck up. Nice shirt. Um, Shut up. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that I'm wearing my uh, Batman Animated Series Joker shirt. But just little things I'm thinking of. No, I, I, I think it would be really interesting to see. Um, I think a lot of people are talking about Ray turning to the dark side in this movie. Um, I think that that's where, where people see it coming from, that she comes up as this new Sith Lord, if you will. Um, I think that that's kind of what people are thinking because the trailer's a little ambiguous. and Which it, is going to be. Of like, course. Yeah. So, but I think, you know, because Snoke really wanted to get his hands on her and everything. Also, people are theorizing, like, if Snoke is actually somebody, like, it's it's a mess. That's why I just want to see it so I don't have to fucking wait and read and yeah, do whatever. Yeah, you have to see, see another one after that. Yeah, I um, know. Uh, one thing that's definitely going to happen is that Porgs are going to be <laughs> things... Um, I'm so excited for the porg. They're either going to be they're adorable penguins. as fuck or they're going to suck. They're not penguins. They're, they're space penguins. I swear that's how they've been described in, every, in everything I've read about them. It says that they're space penguins. I want to say space penguins every way I can. Number one, ska fucking band name. <laughs> Number two, the first thing I thought of for no reason was as Fred Schneider instead of rock lobster, space penguins. Um... Space Penguins is definitely how we're ending this podcast. Look, Score time. Pores were a sea. Pores are on your face. Native to the Porgs. native to the Gorg. Porgs Gorg. Gorg. are a seabird species native to the planet H two. I don't fucking Octu? know. 
How is this stuff already out there? Octo. Because it's... Octo D2. It's on the Wikipedia. Just give me a fucking score. Wikipedia. Give me a score. Wikipedia. Say R2D2 again. R2D2. <laughs> I, I, like the, I love this movie. I think it... I think it's a great payoff. I'm a big nerd, and I really like it. I like the acting. Mm-hmm. I like I like everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just not as critical as you are. I just don't particularly like Adam Driver as much as you, apparently. Um, I'm going to give this movie a, an eight and a half. Eight and a half. So, in the grand eight scheme of things, you put this behind Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, but better than the original Star Wars. Really? That's how your Let score... Yeah, you gave Star Wars an eight, you gave Empire Strikes Back a nine, you yeah. gave Return of the Jedi a nine and a half. Oof. I may have to give give this one a nine as well. A nine? Okay. Yeah, I have to give this one a nine as well okay. then. Um I gave Star Wars an eight, I gave Empire an eight and a half, I gave Return of the Jedi an eight and a half, I will give this an eight and a half. Um Yeah, I think it's on par with Yeah, so it's it's an eight point seven five. Um yeah, it's fucking really good. Really rewatchable. I think it's maybe the most rewatchable of the four. I don't know why. Also because maybe it's so, like, you want to, like, as of right now it's rewatchable because it's just not as familiar. I think it's more so what I mean. Yeah. So. Um, cool. Well, that's in the books. Again, the next couple weeks, we are still going to be switching it up on you here. Um, next week, it's going to be our Christmas episode. We are going to be doing Home Alone 1 and 2. I know very rare that we do a series or multiple movies outside of drawing out of the box, but for these special episodes, we're going to be making an exception. And uh, we're still going to be holding... You have to wait for East of Eden and Who's Your Caddy until 2018 because we're going to have a New Year's episode as well. Um, And we'll talk about that next week. But for now... Baby porgs are called porglets. at gmail.com at marriedwmovies on twitter facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies arcadeaudio.net for Married With Movies and all the other podcasts in our network subscribe on Apple Google and Stitcher leave us a review five stars helps us out very very much patreon.com slash arcadeaudio to support this show this was a fantastic episode until you said the phrase porglets and a group of them is called a murder, like crows. That's terrible. This is a happy, cute thing, and it's called a murder of porgs? Yeah, I'm going to want to murder some porgs. They're going to suck. I know they're, they're going to suck. They're, they're not going to suck. suck. Hey, it's on the shoe. Yeah! Chewie goes, Arr! and it goes, Arr! it's so cute. Oh, you mean Chewie goes, oh, and porgs go, <laughs> for mullet. This is fucking mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I, every time I try. You try what? To do Chewbacca? Yeah, I'm gonna, this is going to be an honest-to-goodness try. Ready? Go. <laughs> you sound like... <laughs> I sound like that manatee getting hit by a boat. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. It's, I can't even do it either, I can't. Oh, (laughs) oh, hello, black pot, I'm another black pot. That's not how that phrase goes. No, we're just two black pots hanging out.
<laughs> One of us is supposed to be a kettle. Nah, ain't no kettles here. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.